Hello, my name's Mike. I'm a Maiden fan. Welcome to my show. This is the Maiden Fan Podcast. Hello there, Iron Maiden fans. I can't believe it's already been a week. A week from today is when I went with my brother and some friends to see Iron Maiden. And I want to say the Raven Age. Raven Age? I don't know. Let's be honest. I didn't go to see them. I didn't care to see them. I didn't care about them at all. They they were meh. They were perfectly meh. And I know Steve Harris's kids in this band. Apparently, I'm going to see Steve Harris's entire family uh, open for them at some point. Uh, but let's just kind of go over the day. This is a short episode. I just want to kind of talk about um, my entire day. So we leave around 3 o'clock, and I mean, when I tell you the traffic to get to Mansfield, uh, if you know the area at all, we, we have to drive basically 30 exits down one highway called 495, and it sucked the entire way. Traffic was awful, but we left so early, we were fine. Uh, we stopped off at a place called Patriot Place, which is right in Foxborough, which is right where the New England Patriots play. Go Pats. Their first preseason game is tonight. I can't believe football is back, but I'm not here to talk about football. I'm here to talk about Iron Maiden. And uh, we stopped off there because, I tell you, when I was in high school, when I was a kid, that was uh, it was a garbage area. There was a, a stadium that was basically like a high school stadium and nothing now it's like this giant mall and complex. It's, it's amazing. Shopping center. So we stopped off there to this place called CBS Sporting Club. It's basically just a bar and grill. I had a flatbread pizza, which I'm, I'm sure you're, you're uh, very excited about. But the coolest part of this whole thing was we go in there and, um, you know, three of us are in Iron Maiden shirts. So people already kind of look at us a little weird. And the bar, I told the bartender we're part of the uh, cool T-shirt club. But behind us, we were sitting at the bar, behind us in a booth, there was a, a, a young couple, I would say, in their 30s or so, and their son. And he was 9, I want to say between 9 and 11. And he, he saw us, we saw him, he saw our shirts, and I saw his shirt. And yes, this kid was in an Iron Maiden shirt. He's already been to a bunch of concerts already. And this was his first Iron Maiden concert. So it was like, it was like seeing kind of like we're in the same club, you know, give a little nod, a little shake, a little smile to each other. Um, it, it was pretty cool to see. So I started texting my friends, um, and they they were stuck in the same traffic. It's a couple guys that I've gone to just about every Iron Maiden concert. This one guy, Bill, he's been at every single show that I've been to since 1991. Uh, and then uh, our other friend, Eric, he has been there. I, want, I don't know if he's been there since, I, I want to say either since OzFest, or he's been going to the same Maiden shows all for many, many years, too. Uh, so we knew they were going, and then our other friend, uh, he he this, he went to his first time uh, a couple of years ago, and he was going to be there as well. Stuck in traffic, awful. And I mean, when I tell you that, you know, thousands and thousands of cars, so many people, and we finally get back on the road, we see a camper that has the number of the beast, like a giant banner hanging off the back of the truck. I posted a picture of that, I think, on Twitter and Instagram. It was It was amazing to see that. I was like, I wonder where they're going. And, you know, we get there, we, we get stuck in the back of this parking lot. When I tell you, it was the worst parking lot 
This place, Mansfield Xfinity Center, is a good place to see a show. It is a shit show to get there, and it's shit show to get out of. Um, I mean, this place, they shoved us all the way in the back of this giant parking lot. We're parked on dirt. And when I tell you cars, thousands of cars, and who drives right by us, I see his car. I knew right away. I give him, I point, I give him the finger. It's my friends. I couldn't believe it. Out of everyone, they drove right by us. And then when I go and park, they drive right by us again. They parked in a different spot. We ended up walking right up to each other. And I mean this place, there was 17,000-plus people there. And we, we walked right into each other, went in together. Hadn't seen some of these guys in a, in a couple of years. Um, we went in together, you know, all you know, fist bumping, hugging, checking, you know, real excited. Go in. My buddy's got a Summer in Time shirt. His big thing now, you know, they're joking because I bought my shirt on Amazon like a month ago. He bought his on eBay for 80-something bucks. It's an original 1987 Summer in Time uh, T-shirt. You know, uh, I think it was a, a boy's medium because he's a, he's a muscular fella who wears his shirts a little, a little tighter than mine. Um, but it was, uh, it was awesome. So I posed with a picture for a couple of these guys from high school. And, you know, you just see people on Facebook going, oh, my God, blast from the past. Oh, my God, look who's together. Have fun, guys. Uh, so that's, that's always fun to do. We do that every, uh, whenever we go to a show now. So they're going to beat me, though, because two of those guys, the guys I went to high school with, are going off to Vegas to stay at the MGM and see Maiden at the MGM, which is, I think that's next month. Amazing, awesome, I'm jealous. Now they're one ahead of me. So forever now they're going to be one ahead of me, and it, 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 it really bites me right in the balls. Oh. So we got there, and we kind of hung out. I mean, my brother was going to buy me a shirt. I, I said, you know what, don't worry about it. Buy me a cider, almost as much as a shirt. $17 for a beer or a hard cider, ridiculous. Uh, but I sucked that sucker down. The music started. We, didn't, we were in no rush. We were kind of just hanging out. Uh, we saw another girl that we went to grade school with. I, I mean, this place is packed, and we're seeing the same people walking by. It's amazing how we run into these people. Um, and I knew the, we knew she was going to be there, too. It's just, it was hilarious that you run into these people. Um, but maybe half hour into Raven Age, we finally said, okay, let's go in. Let's get our seats. We get in there, and, and it was great because right away we could see we had a great view straight on and we watched this band and I gotta tell you we didn't really care I didn't really it's okay I'm watching live music fine the guy sings they play pretty good I didn't know any songs any music I didn't care come on let's go let's go let's go get off the friggin stage let's go let's go let's go let's go then they, they cover the stage uh, it starts to get darker I mean we're waiting we're waiting my brother goes off to get a drink and I'm like you, you son of a bitch hurry up and then all of a sudden Doc, doctor, please. Oh, that starts going. And when I tell you that people in the crowd are singing along and dancing like that's that's a maiden song. I mean, people are psyched. Everyone's standing up. I went up. I stood up and I was like, oh, like I was like adrenaline was passing through me. Oh, did I? Let me tell you one other thing. Those guys, they were two rows behind us. And I could see them the whole concert. The same guys that out of this whole place. Now, I think because we ordered our tickets around the same time, we're in the same area, and we use the same uh, early promo code um, from the fan club. I think that maybe that's why we got where we were, but it was hilarious that we were two rows in front of them, and I kept telling them how great my seats were and how I'll let them know if there's anything they don't see. And <laughs> Doc, so then the music comes on. I'm just looking back at them. We're going crazy. We're going nuts. Everything's excited. My brother makes it back just in time for Aces High to open the show. I'm going to spoil the set list now. And let's just talk about that set list right now. Because, again, this is a short episode. I just want to tell you. Opens up with Aces High. 
And then right after Ace is High, right off my unheard set list. And I knew, I had a feeling they were going to play Where Eagles Dance, but I wasn't 100% sure. I didn't know if I was getting that mixed up with Flight of Icarus. I didn't know if they were playing both. But boom, they play that. And I was just like, because they have banners in the background. You know, like, they 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 put the the banners the Eddie banners, and I try to squint. It's really dark. I'm trying to see which one's which, I'm trying to figure it out by the song. But I didn't recognize this one right away, and that's when this started playing. So that was great. We went right from where he goes there, boom to two minutes to midnight. I've heard it a thousand times. I don't care. It's great to hear. Everyone's going crazy for that. Then boom, the friggin' Klansman. That's right. We got two Blaze Bailey songs in this in the set list. First was the Klansman. Excellent, awesome, great to hear. I've heard it before. Awesome. Right into the trooper. The place goes crazy for the trooper. And then all of a sudden, we get, and that's when the giant Eddie comes out, and Bruce picks up an American flag, points it at Eddie at one point. Boom, an explosion goes off in the flag, and then Eddie gets hit, and an explosion goes off on Eddie. Uh, basically, Bruce shoots him in the middle of the show. Unbelievable. And they have sword fighting. I mean, it's crazy. And then we go right into Revelations. Now, I was not expecting this. I'm pretty sure they played Revelations at the Ozfest show. Uh, but when they did that, I I made I bellowed out a oh when I heard that it was like when I heard that dun, 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 and just I know you know you know all the words of these songs and then the biggest surprise of the night they played for the greater good of God from a matter of life and death I have to tell you I was not expecting it and we, even when they started playing this I'm going wait 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 which one? I know it's from this album wait wait what is it? this is for the greater good of God right. That's because that album still is like, it's still not 100% in my brain. It's I've only heard these songs once at that time, 2006, during that, that solo. You know, I've only heard those songs live once. Um, so this was like, this was the one song I feel like not everybody knew the words to. But except for the, for the greater good of God. So, um, but it's a long ass song too. So it's like, okay, great, awesome. I want to hit, but let's get through this. Let's get back to, and then boom, right into the Wicker Man. Oh yes, that was great because the whole crowd is, your time will come. If, I'm, if I sound like I'm rambling, it's because I am. I'm trying to talk about this as quickly as possible as I can. Uh, so we go right from the Wicker Man back to the X Factor. Well, I don't say back to the X Factor. We go back to Blaze, I should say, for Sign of the Cross. And that was awesome. It was awesome because, <laughs> because Bruce was in a cape. It was awesome because Bruce carried a cross around. Okay. Hopefully I'm still recording. My, uh, my father-in-law just tried to call me. Dude, he, oh, by the way, my father-in-law called me right before the concert. He's like, you guys coming up? Next week, I'm like, dude, I'm trying to go into a concert. Please leave me alone, okay? And I always call me back probably for the same thing. Um, so right after Sign of the Cross, we get Flight of Icarus. That was an amazing moment because Bruce has the flamethrowers going. We have a giant inflatable Icarus that looks like it's made out of paper mache. And at the end, it drops like it falls on purpose out of the sky. Unbelievable. Um, and just never heard that song before live. Unbelievable. Then right from Flight of Icarus, we get... Uh, we get Fear of the Dark, which is a staple, a, an absolute staple of, um, of Iron Maiden Live. Uh, and, and that was great. And I almost felt like, is this crowd singing along as loud as I think they are, you know, at the right spots? Because I definitely was. Um, right from Fear of the Dark to Number of the Beast. What a, what a wonderful segue. The place was going crazy for Number of the Beast. And then right, and then the flames go up. Six, 
six, six. Then we go into the, the, the quote-unquote show ender with Iron Maiden. We get the giant inflatable Eddie Legacy of the Beast head. Unbelievable. I showed, so I took a, I took a picture of that. The next day I showed my boss. I, she goes, how was the concert? I go, here, if I could explain it in one word. And there was a picture of Eddie's giant head and flames. And she just typed, typed back to me, holy shit. Uh, that looks amazing. And, oh, did I, I forgot to mention, during Aces High, there was a giant plane on stage. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, so then Iron Maiden, then they go away, and, you know, we're cheering. We know they're coming back. And then, we get the evil that men do is often rot in their bones. <laughs> which is awesome. Love it. One of, one of my favorites. There's moments in that song that gives me chills. And then we get Hallowed Be Thy Name. Now, the last time we saw them in concert, they couldn't play it because of a stupid-ass lawsuit. But that lawsuit is gone. The song is back. And it was wonderful to hear again. And then of the final song of the night, the song that was a perfect ending to a perfect evening, Run to the Hills. And the show ends with Bruce running across like the, the, like the, not the, whatever they call it, the ramp at the top with explosions going, like he's avoiding explosions. And then you look and there's a giant TNT, you know, detonation box. You know those old, like you see in cartoons, you push it down for dynamite? They have that on stage. And Bruce takes that and pushes it down and boom, explosions go everywhere. It is, and it's just amazing. Um, I played that for the, the, my office. I'm the only guy in my office, so I go, they're, they're all fascinated by my music. I played it in the office, and then I, they could hear me go, oh! I go, wait, that's done. No. I turn it down. I go, you don't need to hear that. You don't need to hear that. Uh, amazing. Then, of course, uh, Monty Python comes on, and we know the show is over. And then the long, strange trek back to our car, which took about a half an hour. Go take a piss in the bushes. Then we sat in our car for a friggin' hour just to get out of the parking lot. Once we got to the parking lot, I had over an hour drive home. And guess who drove home? I did. You know why? Because my brother partook a little too much. And I have to tell you, this drive was one of the worst drives of my life, only because I felt like I was going to fall asleep at any moment and kill us all. I didn't. I made it home. I had a wonderful evening. It was, you know, what a week of music for me. Because first I had Iron Maiden. The next day, the new Volbeat album comes out. I love Volbeat, and I've been loving this new album. Then just a couple days ago, the new Darkness uh, video and single comes out. I love the Darkness. I love the song. I am excited. Uh, What a wonderful week of music, all starting with an amazing evening of Iron Maiden music. I just wanted to jump on and give a quick quick, uh, recap of the show and just say up the irons. I hope you get a chance to see it. I gotta read. There's a link sent to me by by my buddy Murph. Um, I'm gonna check that. You know, I might throw that in the show notes. Get you can read that in the show notes for this blog. For this, uh, if you go to fansonexperts.com/slash/maiden, or the show notes for this episode, you might see it there too. Thank you guys for listening. Up the irons, and uh, yeah, I got nothing else to say. I'm I've been watching these videos and looking at these pictures like like I'm a kid going on his first date. I mean, it was unbelievable. One unbelievable night. It was like Christmas. I I can't say enough how great it was, and uh, I can't. It was just it's it's sad because you look forward to it so much, and then it comes and it goes and it's done, and you just never know. Now Bruce said, you know, this time around we don't have any uh, new music we're playing, but the next time we'll be playing a shitload of new Iron Maiden. 
So uh, that means new maidens coming, new albums are coming. It's, they're never going to end. They're going to live forever. And uh, I'm going to be, they're probably going to outlive me. And I'm going to be seeing Iron Maiden concerts probably for the rest of my life. And I can't be any happier. Up the irons, everybody. The dream is true. The dream is true. That's not experts.